0: welcome to this episode of ask amy we are starting 2023 talking about buying new cars and you've heard us with all the stories about how difficult to market it is right now how cars are so much more expensive now than they were two three years ago that is why we brought on mike rumple your car buying advocate to help explain to us the absolute best way to find the lowest price on a new car mike thanks so much for joining us today
1: Thanks for having me, Amy. Always a pleasure.
0: Yeah. So you've been doing this. You've been in the business for at least six years, kind of started on your own doing this just so that people have a little bit of an idea of your background. What was your interest and your experience? Like, how did you know some of these things that you're going to share with us on what people should be doing to get the best price?
1: Yeah. So, um, people can read my story on our, on our website, it's called confessions of a former car salesman. Um, but essentially I used to work at a new and pre-owned car dealership. Um, and essentially, you know, six, seven years, I was a very high performing, um, car salesman. And I realized that like, there was a very specific process that people that got the best deals you know, like a process that they use to get there. Uh And it was one day when I was, uh, essentially, I had a guy call me and he was from out of town. And, you know, he told me that, you know, we had a vehicle that he wanted. And I went up to the management, actually, the owner of the dealership. And I said, okay, well, here's this guy, you know, this is the vehicle that he wants. He wants an out the door price. And when he gave me the out the door price, it was like a really, really good deal. And I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Like, I know there's no room on this deal. And he's like, well, this guy is obviously shopping the price. We got to come back with a good price in order to earn the business. And at that time, kind of a light went off on my head that was like, well, yeah, that's the way you get the best deal. You've got to make the dealerships compete. And it's not something that most people do. They think they have to go by the way the dealership wants them to do it and mm-hmm. so um you know i'd had the idea to like go out on my own and be a you know basically i'm kind of like you know how people take like their uncle or their dad with them to uh-huh. buy a car yes right i was like <laughs> I know there's gotta be people out there that like hate the car buying process, don't have the time to do it, or just uncomfortable sitting in front of me. I had a lot of people, right.
0: Me, right?
1: (laughs) A lot of people like after they leave the dealership, they're like, Did I just get ripped off or did I get a good deal? Like they have they have absolutely no idea. So I thought, well, if I am an expert and I know how to get a good deal would people pay me outside of the deal Mm -hmm. to do it and um so you know if you read my story you'll kind of you know on the website you'll see I decided to do it um quit my job selling cars went out on my own and uh here I am today and I do it all over the country so you'll hear in this you know the exact way to do it you should you can you should and can do it over the phone. Um, You do not need to go and negotiate at the dealership. And actually that Um, going to the dealership puts you at a disadvantage,
0: right? Okay, so let's now we're jumping right in. And I appreciate that. So absolutely, people would pay or pay separately to have somebody on their side, sort of like an attorney in some other type of financial matter, but somebody who knows more than they do and is looking out for their best interest. So we got that. So what you just said, don't go into a dealership that's pretty much what everybody does. You're going to look at the cars to see what they have. And then of course, here comes the salesman strolling out to say like, hey, how can I help you today? Why is it a bad deal, bad idea to go to the dealership and talk with the salesperson about price and to get the ball rolling?
1: Yeah, so you you have to go to the dealership and I'm not saying never go to a dealership. I'm talking about when we're talking and we're negotiating and you've already decided you're interested in a vehicle, I say we do not negotiate price at the dealership. Of course, you have to go and make sure that a car fits your needs. So, you know, going and test driving the vehicle and things of that nature is fine. Okay. The problem lies when you go to the dealership, okay, and you walk in, what ends up happening is, is you're bombarded with a million different questions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you paying for it? What type of payment do you want? All of these things, okay. Number one, you should shut up and not answer those questions. That is play, so
0: hard for me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I feel rude, and most people. Yeah, do, no, you, right. you
1: gotta just play. You gotta just play dumb. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, how are you paying for it? You know what? Not hundred percent sure. I could pay cash. I could finance it. Kind of, you know, kind of depends. Not hundred percent sure. What do you want your payment to be? You know what? I'm not even sure if I want this car right let's first get to and let me see if i'm actually you know i actually like this car i have a few other cars that i'm going to be driving and checking out today at other dealerships so at this point like i'm not even concerned about payment i'm just trying to figure out if i like this car and so that's why you know, you really should not be answering questions. Mm -hmm. Or if you are answering questions, you're kind of deflecting and making them aware that like, there is no car being bought today. Okay. (laughs) If I'm interested in buying this car, you will hear from me and I will call you back and we'll discuss all of these things. But at this point, I'm just trying to figure out which car I want to buy. That's if you go to, go to the dealership, because think about it, okay? Anytime you call a dealership, okay, over the phone, what is the first thing they say to you? Oh yeah, that car's here, when can you come in, Mm -hmm. okay? It is the absolute first thing they want to try to get you to, to do is to come in. Because what happens is, is when you come in, you fall in love with the car, then you're sitting there for hours, going back and forth with them. And eventually most people, okay, so they start at a higher number Uh and then the dealership comes down some, and then the the person thinks that they won, okay? When Mm -hmm. in reality, you have no idea what number they started at, especially if you're just focusing on the payment, which is what they always want you to focus on. But you're sitting there going back and forth and you're thinking, okay, well, you know, I don't want to go through this somewhere else.
0: Exactly. You're emotionally, mentally exhausted. You're thinking my time is worth something. So let's just get this over with.
1: Right. It's like, I need a new car. I love this car. Okay. Yeah. Like, can I get out of here, please? Can we move (laughs) on?
0: Okay. Okay. So your point then is once you decide what vehicle you want, then you call the dealerships directly. Is it easy to actually get a real salesperson on the phone? That I mean, how do you get around that? Oh, it's our policy that you have to come in. You have to come here.
1: Okay, so, and that leads me to the next point is this. Okay, is it easy? No. Well, that's essentially why people hire us because mm-hmm. they try to do it on their own. And then they're like, nobody is giving me the information that I need in order to make a good informed decision over the phone. And I don't want to go to the dealership Mike, do it for me. Okay. And so it's not, I wouldn't say that it's easy, but if you say the right things and you understand what is most important in this, in this for the car buyer to understand is the person that holds the money is the one that has all the power. Okay. Because you can buy this car at any dealership. Can't you?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. So if, us as a consumers want a better car buying experience, we have to force the dealerships to do the deal the way that we know that it should be done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for example, if somebody says to you, we, you know, what a lot of the times they'll do is they'll say, oh, well, our price is listed online. Like, when can you come in? that's the price, okay? Don't believe that. What you say to them is you say listen I need to know the out the door number with all tax title fees any you know accessories that you have on the car I want to know the total out the door number please send me a buyer's order or proposal or you know a total breakdown of the out the door number okay In and what writing. a lot of Yes, I need it in writing.
0: Hold on, I'm stopping you right there. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. Remember that buyer's order proposal in writing. This is by phone and you've got several other things that we're asking for before you ever go to a dealership. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are watching Ask Amy with Mike Rumpel, your car buying advocate. And when we just left for break, you were starting to tell us about how we don't need to go inside a dealership. We need to call a dealership and ask them for the out the door price. And we want to get them to send that to us in writing. And then, so my next question is how do you, who are you getting this information from? Like the person that answers the phone at the dealership?
1: Yeah, most of the time, um, the person that answers the phone is only there for one thing. They're trying to schedule an appointment for you to come in to see the vehicle, to drive the vehicle, schedule an appointment with the salesperson. So what you need to make sure that that person is aware of is that number one, you don't have time and you're not coming in, okay? So you need to make them aware that like, you are in control, that if they want to make a sale, okay, they're gonna have to do the deal the way that you want them to do it. And you say this very kindly. Okay, so what I'll do sometimes is because I already know the person typically that you get on the phone first when you call the dealership is almost like a receptionist for the sales team. Mm -hmm. Again, they're just trying to schedule an appointment for you to come in. So a lot of the times I will look up reviews or I'll try to find the sales manager's name and you can ask for that person specifically. Got it. Okay. Because that is the person that you need to get on the phone. Either one, like a high performing car salesman, okay, or two, the sales manager. And you need to ask for them because, you know, typically that's who's going to give you the information um, that you need, which is, again, it's either called a proposal, a buyer's order, like I'm not coming in, okay? They're gonna keep going back to when can you come in. Listen, if you want to have a chance to earn my business, I'm calling you on this very specific car that I found on your website that I'm interested in. I don't need to come in to drive it. I already know this is the car that I want to buy. If you want to have any chance of making a sale today, you will give me the information that I need because I don't have time to come in, but I'm buying one of these vehicles and I'm interested in yours. Okay. So if you want to sell a car, you're going to do it the way that I want to do it. All right. And say that in a nice, say it in a nice way. Okay. So, like, And if they did, if they decide they don't want to do that, then smell you later. They didn't have the best deal anyway.
0: <laughs> okay. Very good information. So we know how we're getting on the phone with somebody in a position to be able to give us the best price out the door. One quick thing as we're, telling them we want that best price and we need it in riding do we need to tell them that we need them to put the vin of the vehicle that we're looking at on there because i hear from so many people so often that say they were negotiating a price they told them it would be this then they get to the dealership and they say oh that car we were talking about just sold 30 minutes before you walked in the door so right. does it need to be that specific with the vin so that we know what we're talking about
1: yeah, so typically what I'll do is I'll get the person on the phone and I'll get their phone number uh, to send them a text message. And then I send them, um, well, my client's name and address um, first because they are, you are going to need to send them that in order to get the out-the-door price because taxes are based off of where you live.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, first that, and then I also send them the link to the vehicle because you should only be calling dealerships that have the car that you want. Right. Mm -hmm. So I send them a link to that vehicle. Okay. And then, you know, first I confirm that that vehicle is even there. Got it. Okay. Um, and then yes, that VIN number should be on the proposal, but as long as they've confirmed and it should show on the buyer's order, like that it is the right vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, it shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a shouldn't be a problem if the vins on there great if it's not that's okay too as long as you know and you ask them okay is this vehicle actually available for sale and if they say yes then that's fine but before we may i think where you're going with this is what happens if they say okay this is the deal but then when you get there that car is no longer available
0: right and they're like oh now we're starting over because this one that we do have has other features and things already on it so that's why I was just saying, it seems like you need to hold them to no, I'm negotiating for this specific vehicle. And then once we reach a price, like you're not going to sell it out from under me before I get there.
1: Right. And that, lead, that will lead me to um, the next step, which would be to place a deposit on if once you come to terms on this is the car that you want to buy and you know, it's a good price. Um, then at that point you place a de- you let the person know hey w- we want to make a deal we'll be in in you know once all the paperwork and everything is ready we're ready to move forward on the vehicle we'll place a deposit on the vehicle so that nobody can buy it between now and you know however long it takes for them to get the paperwork ready because that's the next step right we got to figure out and that leads me into the next point is mm-hmm. It's not just the sale price when negotiating for a vehicle, right? Right. There are other parts of the deal that can turn the deal from a good sale price to a ripoff very quickly. So the next thing that I want to tell people that they have to do is they have to negotiate the deal in pieces. So first we get the -the out-the-door price for the new car, leave the trade-in out of it, okay, if there is a trade-in. Okay because the trade in is negotiated separately. Okay. The dealership where you buy the new car might not be the best dealership for your trade in. Uh-huh. You might sell it to Carvana,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Vroom, maybe Carvana and Vroom don't ha- don't want that car either and maybe one of the mom and pop, you know, wholesale dealers near you want your vehicle more because Maybe the dealership where you're buying this vehicle isn't even going to sell your vehicle. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell it to some other dealership and mark it up for a little bit of profit and sell it to them. So each part and then finally, which is the most important, probably even more than sale price is the financing terms. Yeah. Okay, And so you have to negotiate each part of that separately. Okay, And so you know and you have to make them compete you have to find out who's going to get you the best sale price of the new car that you want to buy who's going to give you the most money for your trade-in and finally how are you going to finance the vehicle are you going to bring your own financing or are you going to let the dealership do it
0: because that All might of- mean certainly right you might want to go to your bank or credit union before you ever ask a dealership what kind of financing deals they have so that you know if it's a good deal or if you can do better
1: yeah and what you're gonna find is um, again the financing is so important and it's it's crazy I just saw an article today where something like one in five new car loans are people are financing them for 84 months Wow that is stupid. Okay. (laughs) That is so stupid because number one, the interest rate is higher, right? But, but what ends up happening is, is the consumer is going into the dealership. Okay. And they're saying, I want a payment of X okay and they can
0: get you down to that mike i have been there and i have done that before on a jeep wrangler when i was 20 some in my young 20s and i was like i just don't want to pay more than 270 dollars a month they're like we'll get you there at Mm -hmm. you know 70 months at the time and that was like 20 years ago okay we're going to take another quick break when we come back i want you to talk more about that and the whole financing thing because when you lump all these things together that's it sounds like when you end up paying way more we'll be right back Welcome back to this episode of Ask Amy. Joining me is Mike Rumpel, your car buying advocate. Mike, you were just talking about financing and finding the best deal to finance any vehicle. So at this point, we've already negotiated the cost of the vehicle, the price out the door, meaning tax title and license, everything. Then we figured Mm -hmm. out if we have a trade-in where we can get the most money for that. And then now it's financing. And so before we ask the dealership about it, we should have already asked our own bank or credit union.
1: Yeah, and so here's, here's the thing. If you know all the variables on your deal, okay, you don't need to tell you, you don't need the dealership to tell you what the payment is going to be, right? Because there's these little things out there called payment calculators on the internet, Mm -hmm. where you can input the numbers and know about where the payment is, right? Um, But if you don't know that those tools are available, and you don't know what the actual interest rate should be, then you can't put the right variables in there. But I say that only because like you should be pre-approved through your credit union for a specific term. And you should know what that payment, what payment that, you know, it would be with your credit union. And then you give the dealership a chance to beat it. okay? Okay. The dealership many times are going to ask you, well, what rate do you have? through your, you know, credit union, you'll say, well, I have financing available through my credit union if I want to use it. Okay. You should never tell them that rate, because how do you know that that is the best rate you can get? Oh, right. No idea. Right. So whenever a, a dealership asks you, what rate do you have? Okay. The answer should be You know, I've shopped it at a couple of different places. I have a rate through a credit union. Here's the thing. I might not even finance it. I might pay cash. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you don't answer that question with and then they're going to say, well, what rate do you have? Because they're going to just try to match that rate. Um, and so you don't want to give them that information because then they're going to just come in right at whatever rate you tell them. And maybe the rate that you got through your credit union, isn't the best rate that you can get. If that makes sense. That does. Okay. So basically once you've came to an agreement, then you do a credit application. And again, this is all done over the phone. You do the credit application with the dealership. Um, on the internet, or maybe you call, they call you and you tell them the information and then you tell them, okay, here is the amount of cash that I want to put down. Here is the term that I want to do. Okay. You should already know because you've already gotten pre-approved through your credit union. You should already have all the information you need to plug into a payment calculator to know what your payment is going to come back at. Got right. Uh huh. So you're you're not really asking them like, well, what's the payment? Because you already should already know that, that information. Got it. And one of the big problems is when people go to dealerships, they have no idea of the vehicle that they're looking for, what the payment even is. Okay. So like, why are there's a reason why the dealership wants you to get focused on payment because they can manipulate any of the numbers. That they want to meet that payment right but if you already know what the payment should be based off of the car that you're looking at there's no way for them to manipulate those numbers and they're still
0: going to make some money i mean that's not your concern but yeah
1: yeah and and that's what i always tell it like people ask me when they want to try to hire me how much money are you going to save me mike and i tell them i'm one of the only guys out there that is honest that says listen if you want to do this on your own you're going to get the exact same deal if you know what i know and you do what i do and you do it how we do it right you're going to get the exact same deal that we can get the problem is is the average consumer does not do it the way that we do it Mm -hmm. they don't have the time to or they're uncomfortable doing it and those are our customers right those are our clients we want to bring value to the people where we bring value to. And it's not like, if you want to do it on your own, just do it the way that we do it. You have to do it that way.
0: We have just about two minutes left. So two quick things. I have heard of instances where people say they negotiate the price of the car and then they say, oh, okay, I'm bringing my own financing for my credit union. And then the dealership says, whoa, like this price was contingent on you using our in-house financing or our financing through our dealership. Can they do that?
1: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why one of the first questions they always ask you is how you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you know, um, here's what I do. I just play the game. I ask the dealership if they try to bring that up at the end. Okay. Um, as a, oh, well, you have, in order to get this price, you have to finance with us. Okay. Well, who are we financing it through? Okay. We're financing it through this. Is there any prepayment penalty? No. Okay. Fine. If you're willing to discount the vehicle by thousands of dollars, Mm
0: -hmm. okay,
1: and you expect me to pay a crazy high interest rate, okay, I'll play the game. I'll finance it with you for a month, a month and a half, pay an extra 2% interest. So, you know, 2% on, let's just say $10,000 is like, you know, that'd be like an extra 20 bucks in interest for those Uh first couple of months, right? And then you just refinance it so you play you play the game yeah um but you just better you know, make sure and,
0: there's no prepayment penalty right
1: <laughs> yeah you make and typically there's not okay. any more these days and so but here's the thing if the dealership knows that that's your plan and the finance manager knows that guess what he's going to get charged back interest on the financing anyway like he's going to get charged back mm-hmm. his commission that he made oh so there's
0: don't a chance on. if they
1: know that that's your plan
0: that they won't They let you do might
1: it. try to they might try to negotiate and get you a better interest rate to match the deal that you already have cuz the last thing they want you to do is to refinance it um beforehand and sometimes what they'll say is oh well yeah you got to keep it open for 6 months or a year okay not true All show right. me where it says that in the finance contract that's just that finance manager that dealership okay that's just them protecting their commissions from being charged back
0: got it mike we are out of time you are a wealth of information we're going to make sure in our show notes to this that we put a link to you so people know how to find you and know how to find all the resources that you put out um every day um helping consumers buy vehicles it's a tough market and we certainly appreciate you sharing some of your secrets.
1: Yeah. It's my pleasure. I always, uh, I always appreciate getting on with you, Amy. You're the best.
0: (laughs) Have a great day. Take care.